peace everybody it's your girl granny um back with another episode i hadn't planned on doing uh, another episode for a while but after a conversation uh, with my daughter i decided to go ahead and um do this episode i'm sitting outdoors so if you hear lawnmowers and or whatever it is i don't know if it's a lawnmower birds and all that in the background that's what it is and i'm eating so i'm gonna try not to smack anything but i'm eating apples and oranges and i'm sorry y'all they so good but okay so this um podcast episode is about sexual assault and um i'm going to share some of my experiences and some of my healings and things that i've experienced through my life and a lot of which i'm just now you know remembering um our brain does has this thing where when we go through trauma um sometimes it erases the memory part of it or you know the the entire thing so I'm, I guess I can start at the beginning I went to um I used to attend a sister circle um here in Statesville that um a friend had and one time she had a speaker come and she came and we were like you know we did an exercise where we um talked to our younger self and so she told us to think back of an age where we really needed our younger self and you know we wasn't you know so we can tell our younger self um you know what it is we need to hear like i love you i'm sorry please forgive me that's when i learned about the hope of honor on a prayer um you can google that it's really simple it's just four simple phrases but um and i'm gonna apologize now for the choppiness of this because i just had to do it so bear with me and um send me positive energy and love and light and all those good things and I just wanted to share my experience so that I can help other people so at this event we did this exercise and um you know it was really powerful and you know at the time I went back to my middle school self when I you know wasn't comfortable in my skin and trying to figure out who I was and what clique I fitted in and if I didn't fit in or whatever and um a lot of women in the class had experiences from maybe where they were in you know experienced some type of sexual assault or whatever the situation was all different things whenever you needed to talk to your younger self you chose an age and at the end the lady i remember her um, her name is kelly mccray i believe um she's a, a spiritual healer here in north carolina but she pointed me out at the end and she was like we need to talk or something like that and she was like you already know about what so like for all these years that have stuck with me and i'm just like what the hell like did something happen to me when i was younger <laughs> that i need to know about and you know so i started asking all these questions and that's where we find clarity and that's where we find answers when we start asking questions just simple questions and and i really just was sitting there talking to myself like did something happen to me when i was a child did was there something that happened to me when i was younger and i wanted to reach out to her it's like part of me wanted to know and then other parts of me didn't and then i remember talking to a friend and she was like sometimes those memories are erased for a reason you know um 
And so as I continued on my healing journey and just discovering things and healing and growing and being more in tune with my spirituality and my connection with nature, I started like receiving messages, like during meditations, I would see things in dreams. I would see things. Um, One of my most recent experiences that, that kind of have catapulted my healing, my childhood and sexual trauma uh, was an experience I had last year with a cousin. So um, I had a cousin uh, send me a friend request on Facebook and like he looked familiar, but you know, I didn't really, he's like one of those, I call him um, funeral and family reunion cousins. Like that's the only time you see him. You don't really know each other. Y'all don't talk. Y'all, you know, I would have to ask my mama how we can, who his mom and him and all this. Like it would be a series of questions before I realized who the person was. And that's the type of cousin he was. So like for some reason, I just didn't want to accept his friend request for a long time. And then, so like, you know, people will send you another one or just be sitting there. So I'm just like, okay, whatever. Like, maybe he's just curious to see what's going on. Or like, you know, he just likes to be friends with his cousins on Facebook. So I added him on Facebook and he, um, he started like sending me good morning, you know, stuff like that. Like it just made me feel uncomfortable immediately. Like from the very first one, it was kind of suspect. Like was a little small talk in there every now and then, but he, he would send me like good morning texts and stuff like somebody would do if they trying to holler at you. So, you know, I felt weirded out by him or whatever, but you know, I didn't, I didn't say anything. I continued to, you know, be friends and, you know, respond like, Hey, what's up? And that would be it. And, um, so I had a a great uncle to pass away. And at his funeral, um, I went to the bathroom, I went to the restroom and I'm, you know, I'm using the restroom and I come out and the church is Chestnut Grove out in Harmony. So if you've ever been, you know, that the bathrooms are like behind the, the sanctuary, the pulpit area, like the choir stand, like back that way around the circle. So I come out the bathroom and now this is it. I got up to use the bathroom during the funeral. So nobody was up moving around. I was the only person up other than like the ushers. I got up and I walked to the bathroom. And when I come out the bathroom, this cousin that I said made me feel uncomfortable was standing outside the, the women's bathroom. Like, why are you standing there? Of all places during a funeral, you're standing there. So I, I didn't think nothing of it. You know, I felt instantly awkward like the way he looked at me like he kind of looked me up and down and like was talking to me and I just walked off but I could feel him like watching me walk off but I didn't want to turn around I don't know I didn't turn around but I could feel that you know how you can tell somebody's watching you walk away so I sit down I'm thinking like that shit was weird or whatever he made me feel uncomfortable so um one day on Facebook he he inboxed me and he's small talking again like he usually does and then he says um too bad we're cousins I'm like hold the fuck up what did what (laughs) did he just say what the fuck I think he just said now he grown he older than me he's like my aunt's age so he's in his 40s like you grown 
even if you weren't grown the fuck and I never responded I was just in shock so I started like asking people about them ask my mom about them and asking my aunt and cousins and stuff about them and I remember um just feeling uncomfortable about it and so I did a med I did a meditation and in my meditation I asked for you know any any past trauma or secrets or whatever to be revealed to me like I felt so uncomfortable by him and I remember talking to one of my cousins and she was telling me that like back in the day whenever my aunt would watch us like he he had um to stop coming to my aunt's house for some reason she couldn't really remember but she remembered he lived in that same area back in the day so I did um, a meditation I think I might have did like an Akashic Records meditation and basically what Akashic Records is is the your book of life so like everything that's happened in your life past present future is in this these records um, it's like spiritual records it's not like a physical book or anything it's something you have to tap into um it's the energy but uh so i did an akashic records meditation and in the meditation i seen him as a child i seen how he dressed and i remembered him and in my meditation he would like act like he was tickling me but he would press me up against his dick um you know like act like he was playing with me but he would like rub my back up against his private and I remember like him being in like shorts like long kind of shorts maybe like Dickies brand type shorts like those stiff ass long jeans you know how shorts where they back in the day used to wear when they almost was to their damn ankle it was like that I remember him having a pot belly and like a baseball cap on and I remember like him trying to tickle me and press me up against him while he was tickling me and I remember like feeling his belly like him trying to get me past his belly to his private and I also in that same meditation I um I remember being pent down by um some of my cousins and um like I don't know what was happening but I just remember like them being over top of me and pinning me down and that's all I could that's all I seen um and like this is happening to me being revealed to me in a meditation that's why I'm like your connection with source and and spirit is so important and when you start asking questions be ready to get the truth be ready for the answers that's going to be revealed to you um and I'm trying to think there was something else that I seen in my meditation oh yes um I used to go to a babysitter she was like a popular babysitter back in the day um and in Poplar Branch area so I'm gonna say and I remember her son being in his room like in my in my meditation I don't remember this physically but in my meditation I was in his room with my sister and he was like jacking his dick playing with himself while we were in there and I remember being on like wood type floors like no carpet type floor and the room being messy and me and my sister were like down on the ground like on the ground and he was like playing with himself in front of us um and so when I was 
done with my meditation like immediately I'm just like what the fuck like you know all my life I have encountered friends and family and people that I knew that had experienced sexual assault and I never thought anything like that had ever happened to me or had been in that situation um and all of this is being revealed to me from from last year and I was even having dreams in a dream I had probably in the beginning of my healing journey before meeting the lady and before asking the questions I remember having a dream that my friend's husband um was raping me and so I was laying in in the bed and there was like a party and event going on this is what I seen in my dream so there was like a party and event going on because I could see people in the living room like talking and moving around but where we was it was dark so it was like they were so busy having fun and the door was open it was like the door was wide open so anybody could have easily seen what was going on um and it's like I could see them but I couldn't yell out and it was like he was having sex with me and I was just laying there like I couldn't do anything we weren't facing each other I had my back turned towards him and I was just staring at the people like wanting to make noise and get their attention but I don't know why I didn't yell and no one in there was paying me attention like one of the main people I remember seeing was uh, one of my co-workers or employee that worked for me I remember seeing him standing and I just wanted to yell his name so bad but for some reason I didn't and I remember in my dream, like whenever he was finished, he got up and he didn't even say that. He just started like beating himself in the head like he was disappointed. Was like, why did you do that? Why did you do that? He's acting like that. So the next day, I remember telling my sister what had happened and like, how do I tell my friend or whatever? This is still part of the dream. And I'm like, how do how do I tell my friend that, you know, this happened with her husband and everything? And so when I was talking about it to Cara, my friend walks in and she's like, what? What's going on? What y'all talking about? And so I wake up from the dream and um, I also had a dream that... I was having sex with my brother, but I was—I wasn't me. I was an older woman. I was like an older girl. Like he was a child. Like I would—I felt like he might have been no older than ten. And um, I remember like his his dick not getting hard. Like these are these are things that I've been experiencing. These are things that people don't see happening behind the scene. These these are things that go on in these healing processes that put you in a position to manifest everything you want. You have to deal with this shit and face it. And like I wasn't even gonna talk about. It. I was trying to think like putting it off. I was gonna write it in the book or I was gonna do this. But after talking to my daughter and her sharing experience with me, she was like, you can help a lot of people. You know, she was like, that's why I was having the issues I was having because I was going through these things, you know. And we all are suffering with this men and women and we have to speak up and this whole TI situation like stirred all these emotions back up. And also it made me realize that I had an experience that I did remember, but I didn't at the time I convinced myself that it wasn't my, I mean, that it was, it was my fault that it happened. Um, and I never, I never shared that with anybody. And well, actually I did. I wrote it in 
a random person's well he's not random but I wrote it in in David's inbox in his DM and I shared it with him I just had to get it out and it was like because I was listening to his podcast and it it made me think about it and so I had to say something I had to get it out I, I had an aha moment like I see why victims don't speak up I see why they wait for a long time because sometimes you don't remember or sometimes you don't feel like it you like you know you're a victim you somehow find a way to make it your fault and that's what I have done so when I was 19 I was living off campus at an apartment going to Salem State and um, there was a guy in my apartment complex that I was fucking with and like back in the day like you know I had done got pregnant in high school, got pregnant, turned around again and, and had a baby. And so, you know, I was sneaking, being real sneaky about sex and ha who I was having sex with and stuff. So that's another reason why I didn't speak up because I was hiding what I was doing. So it was a guy in my complex that we would have sex, we would link up. It wasn't like a relationship, it was just, you know, sex or whatever. So one night he would, he hits me up and we literally lived like across from each other. He hits me up and, you know, invites me over, whatever. And I had been drinking with my roommate or whatever. And so I get there and they're drinking. They're having like a little get together. And so, you know, I, I drink or whatever. I really don't remember, but I do remember drinking. I, I, I honestly don't remember if I drunk more when I got there or what. I feel like I did, um, but I was definitely drunk. And that's why I walked over. There. I didn't even drive my car over there because I had been drinking. So I walk over there, you know, me and him, we chit chat or whatever, and we go in his room, we have sex or whatever, and I hear people in the, you know, like in the hallway, like laughing, like I'm kind of, at this point, I'm just kind of like passed out on the bed, like tired, you know, tired from sex and like passed out, almost drunk from, from drinking, from being drunk. And so I'm laying there and I hear people laughing, but you know, I'm not coherent enough to like realize that they're in the room with me, that they're where I'm at. You know, I just hear it and I'm not putting two and two together that these people are in the room with me. So next thing I know, like the dude was like, come here, like, you know, trying to get me up or whatever. And I'm just kind of like, you know, like, what, silly drunk, like, and he's like, come here. And his friends are there I don't remember how many I definitely remember two people like I know the two people I see them at homecoming <laughs> I'm even friends with one on social media like but this year well last year um probably like I say August is whenever I realized that no I was this was not your fault you were not drunk and did something reckless no you were raped you didn't give consent for anything that happened to you in that room beyond your friend and everything that happened after you and him that was rape that was sexual assault and so basically these guys took advantage of me being passed out drunk in this apartment and I was so ashamed to tell anybody for one because I was drunk and I really didn't remember and it's like one day all these memories just flooded back to me and I guess because I had been healing and asking questions and having stuff revealed to me and it I remembered and I'm just like wait that was rape that wasn't your fault 
you didn't you didn't deserve that you didn't ask for that and I'm just like having this this moment where like damn you don't even know who you are like that's why you struggle with loving yourself because shit, you don't know yourself you you don't know these things that that shaped and mold you and cause you to have these certain you know reactions and these certain relationships and and put yourself in these certain situations and like all these emotions was pouring in on me and like I didn't know what to do and so I went to a person's DM where I felt comfortable like somebody I didn't know anything about I couldn't tell my family I couldn't tell my friends but I could tell this person because shit that's my soulmate like there's comfort there I don't know I can't explain it it's just I know what I know and so I'm I'm telling him and I'm sharing and I feel really good and I'm telling him like I want to share my story I want to do a podcast and I kept putting it off I even mentioned it on previous podcasts that I had something I wanted to share and y'all give me strength to get through it and like after talking to my daughter today it's like I got to share my experiences, share my story, share my journey, because she's going to be able to heal from her her things now. She's not going to have to wait 20 years, you know, 18 years, 17 years down the road and, and heal shit, some shit from a, a very young child. She's not going to have to wait to, to heal those things and to deal with those things. She can deal with those now and and move on from them and, and use her her story and her situation as a, as growth because so many women are experiencing this. And, you know, for us two to be in the same house, going through the same experiences, like we i had to i have to break that cycle we got to start communicating we got to start talking about this shit and stop sweeping it under the rug and when your kids or somebody come to you believe them believe them until you can you can prove otherwise and if you can't prove it then the shit is true believe them you know and i feel like my relationship with um with my parents um like, I feel like I had come to them and, and explained something and told them something and they didn't believe me. They did. And they re, they rejected it or made up an excuse for it. Like, I don't blame them for anything because they have their own trauma and their own stuff that they healing through. But this is my story and I have to share and I have to get it off. My daughter was like, you you always telling me to open up and talk to you and share these things. And you not you holding stuff in. And, you know, it's just like listen to your children. Like there's so much knowledge there. There's so much wisdom there. And we we kill that in them. Let them be who they are. Let them express themselves. You know, I, I'm just glad that our relationship is how it is now. We're able to communicate and, and talk about these things and open up and have honest conversations with each other. And like and it just recently happened. It wasn't something that's been that way like we've always had a really good relationship and she could tell me you know pretty much anything and it was at a point where it went silence and I think that was when she was going through her situation and just kind of acting out and 
I could see, I understand, I get it, because I was there. It's kind of like you just, I, that's at the point where I started like kind of losing interest in school and being there and being around people. And, you know, I started staying off campus more and not going to being participating in stuff on the yard. And it just, it, it does something to you. But I'm glad that I'm able to share my experiences so that other people can talk about it and start asking questions. Like when you get a little gut feeling, like ask questions. Like looking back now, I, we've always been around creeps and pedophiles and perverts at church and in the family and babysitters and like, no, that shit ends. It ends right here. It ain't, it ain't, we are not. And I realize like certain people like, like, or how people play with kids and that tickling shit. Like I, I noticed that it bothered me and I, I know I'm very ticklish, but for some reason I hated it. Like I hated being tickled, like tickled to the point where I can't breathe. I hated it. Like it made me want to cry. It was like, I was laughing cause it tickled, but I wanted to cry. And I never realized that now I know the connection with that. And I know why now when I see people tickling kids, that shit bothers me. That shit is creepy as hell. Don't be tickling nobody kids. It ain't yours. Keep your fucking hands to yourself and stop making your kids speak and hug motherfuckers that they don't want to hug. Cause I, I had to hug perverts at my church every fucking time we was at church telling me to spin around talking to me while they at the front of the church like and then these people getting in trouble for sexual assault and stuff and I'm like well, I could have told you that it was true like we got to we got to put that shit to rest we got to end that shit break them cycles stop holding them damn secrets in I always say it's a whole bunch of secrets that sit in in the pulpits, in the in the sanctuary, in in the parking lots at home. Now it's a whole bunch of secrets sitting around, a whole bunch of lies, and 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 people need to start speaking up and talking about what you know, and what what happened, and breaking them cycles and deal with it. Because I don't want my children to be grown and and having to go back and revert and deal with that. And I'm dealing with healing from my childhood and feeling some type of way and trying to heal my relationship with my mom while I'm living in the house with her. Like while I'm surrounded by everything that reminds me of my childhood. You know, and that that's on me to to create better for myself and to it's time to get out. It's time to to go. I'm, I'm I got to get away from North Carolina. Thank you for raising me and, and making me who I am, but now it's I'm needed elsewhere. And if if you've had experiences and you can't talk to your family or anybody, talk to me. Come talk to me. We can we can heal and talk together and share our experiences together. I promise you, you are not the only person going through whatever it is you think you're going through alone. You're not the only one. I figured it out today. I figured it out. Like even a few months ago, me and her were both in our feelings, depressed, going through the same shit. Like once we finally decided to talk about it, we was going through the same thing, just overwhelmed with life and responsibility and trying to heal from heartbreak and having to cut friends off and family. Like, like I said before, 
letting go and cutting off people is not easy because you form connections and there's, you know, soul ties and there's love there. And just to walk away from that is not easy. Just because I do it and cut a motherfucker off don't mean it's easy. I battle with myself of, am I making the right decision? Am I doing what's right? Am I overreacting? got to start trusting your intuition trust your good go with that first feeling and I don't even know if I said everything I wanted to say but I'm just really glad that I was able to say it because it's been eating at me and I know I needed to to share my story and it's like the universe is like that's what you're here for you're here to be a teacher. You're here to to be a leader. And seeing those hawks, if you look at my, listen to the last episode where I was talking about connecting with nature, like that was one of the things about the hawk. It was like, step up and be the leader. Like you're natural at it. And people, people follow you. People want to listen to what you have to say. People trust you. People pick up on your energy and they know that you're a good person. So... Be that for yourself and just learning to love me is learning to love everything about me. And I'm trying to manifest my soulmate and I'm telling him, you know, my deepest, darkest secrets. <laughs> like, I don't want to hide nothing from you. I want you to know all of me to sit in front of you butt ass naked and pour my heart out. Like, you ain't got to touch me. Just look at me and listen. You do the same. Like, I need to be open and honest and communicate. I can't hold shit in no more. I can't hold my feelings in no more. Like, I, there's some tough conversations that just need to be had. And time is now to have them open that throat chakra. Because if you don't, if you don't speak your truth, if you don't say what you have to say, you're going to be constantly clearing your throat. You're going to start having bronchitis and laryngitis all the time. You're going to have sore throats. You're going to start having thyroid problems, thyroid issues. It's a lot of health issues that can be solved through healing emotions. Healing from sexual trauma can alleviate cysts and fibroids. Like the way my period has changed. Listen, uh, one big part of me going without meat was to, you know, get my tumors and cysts under control and my heavy periods, you know, so, um, yeah, I, that was one of the things, but I realized that that wasn't what was causing the pain. It was miscarriages, well, a miscarriage and not calling it that. It was not healing from the miscarriage, like focused on losing a fallopian tube and not focused on losing the child, um, not healing that sexual assault from when I was younger, not remembering, you know, it's a lot that we hold on to that's making us sick. We just got to deal with the emotional side of things. That's why I'm saying wellness is deeper than going to the gym and eating right. You can eat right and go to gym all you want, but if you don't deal with the core issues, you're going to be right back at square one. You're going to be, or you're going to look really good, but feel bad in the inside. 
and that's why beauty is within and when you feeling good and beautiful on the inside and you healing and speaking your truth it comes out it pours out your skin looks better your hair looks better and I realized that with myself when I'm confident and showing myself love and you know taking care of myself I look like it I reflect that but when I'm not and I'm in my feelings and I'm allowing emotions and stress and worries to take over I look like that too so we're in this together don't don't shut victims down these these women that's accusing ti and tiny of what they doing what make you think they not doing it that's we've been telling y'all that sex trafficking is real and shit we're not gonna get into all that but start listening Start talking to your, your families, talking to your children and, and women and men. If you've been through it and you have children, share that with them. If you can't share it with nobody or share it with your children so that they know what to look for. Pay attention to the signs around you. Pay attention to that first feeling you get when somebody's around your children and you, you just feel uncomfortable. Bye. That's it. Stop giving people chances to do you wrong, to, to prove you right. I'm listening to that first gut feeling. If I meet you and and something just don't sit right with me, I don't want another try. I, I'm good. Mm -mm. That was enough. That showed me and told me enough. And I'm, I'm trusting my intuition. I'm not doubting her anymore. I'm not doubting me anymore. I'm being me. I, I am grateful for my journey. I'm grateful for everything I've been through that got me to where I'm at. It don't, it don't make me this, it don't make me that. I am who I am because I'm living in my purpose and I'm being divinely guided. And I gotta stop looking to other people for validation, for advice, for their opinion, for motivation for whatever for love like if I can't be that for myself then I, I'm not gonna truly reap that manifest that into my life so I love y'all thank you for listening just please share this if you don't share any other episode share this because I want my voice to be heard and I want people to you know be able to speak their truth to be able to share their experience and it don't matter who got what to say speak your truth get that shit off don't hold it in because holding it in eats up at you and, and it kills you from the inside it kills relationships it kills you know motivation it kills confidence and stability and all that stuff so we, we're eating life we're living life we are life. We're going to love life, love ourselves, and we can get through this. And like I said, if you can't talk to anybody else, hit me up. Inbox me, DM me, find a way to get in touch with me. Call me, leave a comment. You know, let's talk, let's heal. That That's what I'm here for, to heal me and, and, and help other people by sharing my story. So I love y'all. Um, Y'all don't understand how good it feels to have shared this. And I'm pretty sure I left something out because I, I should have wrote it down. And, and it's probably all over the place. But I'm just I just had to do it. Battery dying on my phone and everything. Sitting out here grounding. Get outdoors. 
connect with nature um follow me on instagram it's at granny underscore life coach um follow me subscribe to my youtube channel it's granny's house 444 we do um a weekly focus on sundays and then today later today i'll do like a a midweek motivation for the collective so that's for everybody and we'll eventually throw other stuff in there and like i'll be showing y'all just like um shopping on a budget like living a healthy lifestyle on a budget like how to how to do that with you know not having to spend so much and go to these different places that are outside of you know your normal routine so stay tuned for for that and going thrifting and putting stuff together and just being creative in your life and how it inspires you in other lives just be creative go create something today create a a great meal create a painting if you paint a drawing a song a dress whatever your thing is a story create something today um, and watch another idea come to you that's going to lead you to something better all right peace out love y'all